Afternoon, Nikki. Afternoon, Ken. How's it going? It's good. I'm actually, I have to say, I'm fairly um, impressed with ourselves that it's only about 15 minutes into our meeting and we've all sorted the, the equipment, yeah. got the drink, and we've hit record. That is actually a bit of a record. It is. It's, we're doing well. We're, uh, we've got our, got our own rhythm. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Rhythms are important. Many things in life. Yes. Heartbeat. Yep. Music. Sleep. Sleep. Dance. It's very important. Aerobics. Tangenting off from our dance. Uh, but really important in business. Yeah. Actually, and on Rhythms, I opened your email and read it and then clicked through to your blog this week. Oh, excellent. It was amazing. Which, I loved it. Oh, well, it was about what we talked about last week. Yeah. Isn't it? The um, dopamine. Say no to... Drugs and porn and yes to dopamine. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, um, I'm loving coming up with uh, title, uh, titles yeah. for my blogs and for our podcast episodes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving I, it. I, I find it quite fun. And I might even say that I'm quite good at it. Last one, no to drugs and porn, yes to dopamine. Yes, loved it. Previous one, do chickens wear coats or jackets? Bloody love that one. It's a question that we were all asking. Yeah. Vision and abundance. Oh, I must. I must have been very creative that day. Yeah. Oh, you know, no, but no, it, actually, I'm just getting better. Getting better, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's practice. It's greasing the groove. Yeah. Natardis. Quite like that one. Yeah. That was when I was on that recording in that tiny little room. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I had a good day today. Yeah. Uh, went surfing. Out at Karaoke. I think. I, I think in our last episode, I'd just been surfing out there as well. So yeah, quite good new spot because you can't can't go to Murawai at the moment because they're still sort of recovering from the bad weather and the floods and stuff. Um, but I've realised that I've got another spot now because it's only an hour and five minutes to drive there. Nice. In in Carl, so Carl Reed, um, the athlete formerly known as the Flying Mullet. Is he but, no longer have a mullet? No, he doesn't have any here. So. Yeah. Yep, so he lives out there. So he's been trying to get Rob and I to go out there for ages. But I just, I thought for some reason, I thought it was like hours away. I thought it was like 90 minutes or two hours or something to get there. And I thought it'd be a hassle, but actually it's um, pretty easy. So I left, got out there by seven, or by quarter to seven. And uh, cool beach, like, I think I said this last week, racehorses. Yes. So did you see my little video I put on yeah. Instagram? Racehorses like flying, racing down the beach. And you could hear their, their hooves yeah, cool. in the sand. Yeah. It was really cool. Like, nice. Really cool, uh, proper, proper old school New Zealand on the beach. Well, you wouldn't have heard my hooves on the beach this morning because Nikki and I went out for a walk because of my car, so I think last time I told you I did an awesome cracking park run. Yes, maybe not so awesome after all. Well, no. The grand scheme of things. <laughs> Nothing in the grand scheme of things. This ended up like putting my whole right side out of kilter. I'm walking around like Igor. Yeah. So I feel oh, like yeah. I'm oh, on, shoulder. Like, yeah, yeah, know. shoulders like, like what are they called hiked it? up. You've got a, um, not hump? a hump. Do they call that a hump? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just think of it as Igor. Yeah, so and, yeah, and uh, it's locking up my calf, but it's coming from my the rest of my body. So, yeah, so. haven't run this week. So Nikki and I just went mm. for a walk this morning, which was actually just lovely because it was a lovely, um, lovely morning for it. And interesting, like I'm, what I'm really pleased about is I'm not feeling overly desperate to run. Like, I, like this is 
minor and it's something that's happened multiple times and I know it's just a time thing. Mm. So I can, that knowledge of how this is going to play out, yeah. just as easy, so it just makes it easy to deal with. That's good. Yeah. That's good because there's so many things that you can do for exercise. 100%. So it's not that bad that you can't run as much. No. Make sure I was having a good talk to Stu Ross in the gym the other day. Oh, nice. Yep. About, to see Stu Ross. Yeah, about running and stuff. Yeah. We were just talking about how, you know, it's probably better not to be running as far these days. You mean uh, being uh, you, older? Yeah, being, being older. Mm. But yeah, well, you know, I sense maybe you don't agree, <laughs> but that's all right. Well, I like to agree because I'm not a, I don't love running. Yeah, yeah, totally. Whereas, so, because uh, I, I think you have to really be mindful of recovery, obviously. Yeah. I was speaking to someone for Wikipedia this week. His name's Ray Zahab. His, he's an extreme expeditionist. He goes like Sahara Desert, Arctic Circle, he's done it all. And his wife does 200 milers. Mm. She's 53-ish. Yep. He's 53, so I just assume. The only thing I will say. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. So yeah. Making th- I like to make things up on the podcast. That ultra running hasn't been around that long. That's in true. In terms of a lot of people doing it. So yes. There isn't really going to be enough data to know how good or how bad it may be for you once you reach, once you hit your yeah. 70s or something. Yeah, totally. And she's really, like, she doesn't have time to train outside of the four runs a week she mm. does train. And so I think part of it is we can't go gung-ho training six days a week the way that we used to. No. Um, but one, one thing I'm really happy about is that I can still walk easily enough. And so this weekend we'll go out and do a hike on a ro- route that we would normally run. Like, yeah. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I don't disagree with... No, I do disagree. I disagree with Stu just to the point that you can do it smart. Oh, yeah. Disagree with me. I'm not sure Stu was that feeling oh. that strongly about it. <laughs> we were just having a dis- discussion. Oh, okay. I went for him under the bus and okay, say that Stu says that you shouldn't be running very much at all. We were just both agreeing that it's quite nice not to feel like you have to do long runs all the time. So are you actually saying that this is what you said and Stu was too polite to disagree? I was talking just, dis- yeah, he just possibly. He disagreed with you. <laughs> it's possibly correct. <laughs> yeah. But we're both, yeah. But yeah, we're nice. both not running that much, that much as compared to what we used to. So. Yeah. You know, we were just justifying each other's um, laziness. Actually. Yeah. No, she's not lazy. No. Um, yeah, so, business-wise, so last week I was talking about AI. Yes. And I was saying that, there was, you know, how I, let's just quickly go back. What the was I saying? The three possible scenarios. three different things, yeah. yeah. So, let's look at my notes here. So, one, everyone becomes way more productive and our lives get better. Two, uh, AI takes all our jobs, mm. or three, AI kills us all. Yeah, so that doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, so I think that's, uh, it's more like a sliding scale than anything. Yeah. And we're, I think we'll move around a bit on that scale. But uh, more recently, another thing, so I keep, everyone, because I've listened to a lot of tech business podcasts, everyone's talking about AI at the moment, because the progress is just ridiculous. Um, with what's happening. So the newest thing that people are talking about, well, maybe not, maybe one person is talking about on a podcast I was listening to. He's the founder of like a copywriting platform. Oh, yeah. 
one of the first copywriting platforms that had, had AI built into it. So, you know, it would, you give it a bunch of information and it would come up with like a title for your blog post okay. or a, um, an outline for your blog post or um, your H1 for your website. Yeah. So an H1's like the main heading in your website. So a bunch of cool stuff like that. So he's been in AI for like seven or eight years. So when everything started to really progress, but it's really accelerated like over even the last six months. So he was saying a few years ago, or you know, up till the last six months. So there's two types of AI models. So like the model is the, like I don't even understand it that much, but basically for ease of understanding, let's just say a model in AI is the thing that processes everything and has all of the knowledge inside it or whatever and has learned all of this stuff. Yeah. So there's narrow models and broad models. So a narrow model is when you train it specifically on very specific information. So the way I'm thinking about it is you might have trained it um, to do, to help with uh, like endurance sports. For like, yes. So there's a few AI platforms out there that will help either coaches or athletes design a training program. Oh yeah, like Athletica AI. Yes. Yeah. So that's mutual friend Paul's yeah. platform. Um, so his model is most likely a narrow model, which is trained about everything about his specific principles around training as well. Yeah. So high intensity yeah. interval training, and, you know, and how that works in endurance training. I'm not, not going to go into the detail of that because I don't no, so hopefully I'm not saying anything wrong from what I think that's right. Was. So, um, so they train that model on these narrow things, like so it only it only needs to know about these things, all right? So, prior to the last few months, that is the way to get a model to produce better results because you train it narrowly. But the new models are general models. So yeah. the big one at the moment is. Uh, GPT, yeah, which is what Chat GPT. So Chat GPT is the one you've probably heard about. You can go in and have a conversation with the AI and ask it questions, something like that. The model in behind that is GPT four. So that's the model, but it's a broad model, so it's just trained on the internet. Yeah. So they're discovering now that the broad models get better results than the narrow models on the thing that the narrow models are trained on. Oh, interesting. Is it because they've got access to more and better information or? So they don't, so the guy who was talking about it didn't, so there's a lot they don't understand. There's yeah. a lot they don't understand. Like basically they just figure stuff out that it, you know, they discover that it's better at this. They don't know why or whatever. Have they not it's, asked well, they should ask. Yeah. It's um, prone to. Um, Inaccuracies and lying. Yeah, and lying. <laughs> yeah. And protecting itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is sort of a little bit scary because it means that all of these people who have trained these yeah. narrow AI models uh, could easily be overtaken now that these general models are out there. So this is scenario number two, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, somewhere, uh, yeah, somewhere in there. And this is more about businesses than people. So it's going to be really hard to get a competitive advantage. Mm. So, for example... If you'd built this model now and you're like you're ahead of everyone else, yeah. ahead of all these other coaching platforms who haven't invested in AI now, i.e. me. Yeah. So now I'm going to be able to use the general model. To 
in, and in theory, like I don't know for sure, but this is just based on the sky's theory, that I could get as good results using the general model as someone who's built their own. Yes. And whoever's built that would have had their own AI, computer learning, yeah. a computer. Um, oh, sorry. Software. The, the term is is is, is uh, development. No, you know that word. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So AI and and the learning models, uh, and they've invested heaps of money. In it, yeah. So it's sort of like it's a little bit scary because how do you get a competitive advantage? If anyone can just go in and now use the general model, put some prompts into it to generate like really good results. Yeah. So it's actually more heading us towards one, which is that it will make everyone's lives better because everything will be heaps easier yeah. to do over yeah, time. Yeah. But there'll be a lot of businesses who just won't be able to, who lose their competitive advantage so they've invested in, which is a shame. It's a shame, but I mean, it's actually... Not but, uh, and it's a sign of just increased industry and technology. Yeah, yeah. Like this has happened in every single industry over hundreds of years. Yeah. So, so they, this is a good distance. Yeah. So the example that, that people use a lot um, when, about, you know, when they're talking about AI is um, farming. Yes. So when the tractor was invented, you know, and so the, so your plow and your horse, you don't need to have a plow and a horse. Yes. You know, one driver of a tractor could plow, uh, you know, a hundred times more than, yeah. a, than a man and a horse and a plow. So, yeah. you, know, you don't need the horses and you don't need as many men. Or you can just plow more land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but then there needed to be jobs for people in the factories to make the tractors. Yeah. Delivering the fuel to the farm servicing the tractors and then of course all of the tractor parts coming from different places or whatever. Yeah, so totally. In the short term jobs are lost lost and the long term a whole lot of more jobs were created. Uh, created. Mm. And you know, this just happens over and over again over time. Yeah. But the, you know, this is this could be different. Yeah. Just because you know, get into the philosophical thing I thoughts about it now that because it's more, it's more like us. Like it's a technology that becomes more like us. Yeah. So more can more directly replace um, people. Yeah. But anyway, so now I'm going to, so I've been like going quite deep on it, like listening and learning a lot and playing around with it a little bit. Yeah. It's really time for me now to integrate some of it into my, into training tool, into the software to make yeah, my, li my customers' lives a little bit easier. <laughs> Yeah. Easier. Yeah. So I'll start with some simple things um, and try and get something out quite quickly. Like, even if it's just like a simple little thing like suggesting um, ideas for workouts or something. What a great idea. You know, where a coach could just type in something like, oh, you know, because when you're a coach, there's the, you know, the science of the workout or whatever yeah. and to make it good or whatever. But you also want to make it interesting for your... Yeah. clients so they're not doing the same, same workout yeah you know, some people love to do the same workout every every week you know, but it's also quite good to introduce some variety so yeah. the idea would be that you the coach can either enter an existing workout and say can i you know create me a variation of this so it could be something like create me a variation of this workout but for like someone who's 
just getting into running or, or, yeah, nice. or create me a variation of this workout with the similar intensities and levels or something, but just something to keep my clients more interested. Yeah. And then just to reduce another workout, just so they can build their... Because the big thing, the challenging thing was when you become a training tool customer, you then have to build up your entire library of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you needed to build your library of meals and recipes. And yes, stuff actually. Stuff. I forgot yeah. that, but I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. So, you're okay now, but you just add new ones as you go. And you yeah. This massive library. At some point, you've got nothing. Yeah. So to be able to say you might have put in your first 10, create your first 10 workouts, and then you can generate the rest That'd based, be amazing. based on those. So just simple things like that. So and is that quite simple for you to do? Yeah, because I showed you the other day that tool that I'd, yep. done, I'd written. So basically, the hardest bit is creating. So they're you know, in, interacting with the, with the models, the AI is quite easy. Mm. But then it's... It's hard to get the get the prompts right, so you get good results. Yeah. So you got to give it good information. Yeah. Cool. Like really detailed information, and you can't rely on the end users. The coaches can't rely on them to know what what they should type in to get good results. Yeah. So I'll get them. So basically, they'll type something in, like oh, I want to work out does this and that. But then in the in behind, I'll be I'll be giving the AI a whole lot of context. Awesome. About what it should be thinking about, yes. should be creating, you know. Um, you are like the middleman. Yeah, yeah, like the middleman. Yeah, like yeah, the interpreter. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. The interpreter, to make sure that the results come back good. Yeah, cool. Because you find if you, you can go and intera interact with ChatGPT, and the quality of the results is entirely dependent on the quality of your uh, input. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you, were, you had an assistant and you said, I'll oh, go off and um, make me a blog about um, eggs. You know, and you just wouldn't know what the hell they'd Yeah, yeah, where the hell would they with. start? Yeah. yeah, so you need to give them a whole lot of context. Yeah, cool. You don't need to, but that's the thing, you don't need to. But it helps so to, then, yeah, yeah. you want a refined, better product. Yeah, so, cool. But if you want good results that are a bit aligned with what you want, then you need to. Um, so yeah, so that's the thing, that's the thing that I'm working on. Oh, awesome. Uh, blogging's going pretty well. So I'm up to, I don't know, I must be up to like, 16 or 17 weeks in a row. It's amazing. Blog, and, and they're all podcast episodes and videos now as well. So yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work and it sort of takes up a lot of my week, but it's good. And um, I'm into that rhythm like we were talking yeah. about before, into the rhythm. Uh, but the latest one that I'm writing is quite, there's a lot more in depth than the ones that I've been normally writing. And I got it from, got the idea from your coach actually Jill Fit. Oh cool. Yeah. So she did this podcast episode about like this six figure health and fitness entrepreneur or something. And when you hear that it's like, you know, a lot of people say, oh how to get to six figures of this blah 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 and it's like crappy advertising to try and sell coaching or whatever. But hers was as everything that she does has, um, has a lot more nuance than a yeah. lot of the stuff that you see. So her, her episode was that was really like how to actually, not that, you know, follow me and you'll earn 100K. Basically, this is how you, this is how you structure your products and services yeah. to, to um, create that 100K. Like, yeah. you know, you have this, you can have this amount of 
one-on-one -on -one coaching or training, but you can't, you can't go higher than this because you can't scale that. So then you'll need, and then you have this much of um, like group coaching cohorts like you do, you know, like three or four of these a year. And then you have like one evergreen coaching program where people can sign up to it yeah. at any time. And that, that's the sort of stuff that I've been preaching to my coaches for years. But what I've never done is really gone, okay, this is how it could break down. Yeah. This is how it could break down revenue-wise. Yeah. So my blog, so I mean, you can't just say, um, it's just a starting point yeah. to, uh, as a way for people to... Conceptualise yeah, it, Yeah, conceptualise it. Actually go, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's been going on about memberships and yeah. group coaching and all of this, but, but what does that mean? So having the numbers sort of really helps. Yeah. So I in my totally blog, I've got, I've got the numbers, I've put it into a nice table and I've created a calculator so people can actually change the numbers. Like, oh, you know, what do I charge for my one-on-one -on -one coaching? Yeah. What do I charge for my group coaching? What do I charge for my things? And they can play with them to see how they might um, see how they might grow over time. God, it scared us, didn't it? Yeah, I know. My adrenaline just went, like, a tiny little <laughs> adrenaline spike. Uh, yeah, he's just excited to see his mate. Or maybe those chips. Excited to see those chips that we've got. I'd be excited by those chips soon, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, so I think the calculator is going to be quite cool. Yeah, I agree, Ken. Yeah, just for people to be able to actually. So I'm giving them some numbers or I think that could make sense, but it'll be different for everyone. Yeah. So then they can just play with them and say, oh, you know, well, what if I get this many of those and I might earn $300,000, which exactly. is totally possible. And you're right. And Jill does, she's amazing at the way she puts it into context and makes it easy for people to understand. So, um, yeah. And then you've just translated that into triathlon speak. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. That, and, and gone, yeah, these are the pro types of products. Yeah, exactly. And these are the types of training plans that yeah. we should have and, and access to these resources, those resources. So, I mean, she didn't go into that detail in her, in her podcast. But you could take what she'd said and expand it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah, I, you know, I know all the stuff specific to yeah. um, endurance coaching. So, yeah. So that's taking me a little bit longer than normal because I've had to build the, the tables and the pricing model and the calculator and stuff. I think it'll be worth it. And I think it could be a piece of content that um, could last quite a long time. I was going to say. It's something I'll probably promote. You should. It, would, send, it could be quite a good lead magnet. Yeah, yeah. Send some cold emails out yeah. and do some advertising. I'm sending people uh, some. to it as well to use that. Um, Cam, I have to be quite yeah. candid. Like... Your productivity over the last four months has been quite phenomenal, actually, uh, because you're doing exactly the type of thing you need for people to know, like, and trust you. People yeah. already like you, actually, and they already trust you, and they already know you, but now you're going that extra mile. Yeah, so more people. More people, so, yes. Yeah. So, because I think I am knowable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and likeable and trustable. Yeah, agree, agree, uh, agree. Uh, yeah, it's just reaching more people. Yeah, with really solid information. I think that's the yeah, key. Because yeah. so often I see on social media, and I, I always try to provide content which is usable, mm, and yeah. it might either, either be something that someone might think about, or something they can do immediately, or something that might be useful for them in the future. Whereas other people I see, and I'm not saying I'm amazing, no, no, no. but there are people out there who don't give anything away on social media at all. Yeah. And 
and it's not just social media, it's in emails and stuff as well that I get from them. It's just nothing, no value, nothing new, and it's just a, this is a personal story by my product, yeah. which is a method, but that's the only method I've seen in, in for so yeah, many yeah. people, so yeah. I know, and it doesn't, that doesn't fit with my values. No. Anyway. No, no. Because then all you are, just like, yeah. you, then you, you know, if you're a good salesperson, you could probably do that, but I'm not a good salesperson. Uh, no, actually, but no, I don't agree with you, actually, because we, this is us um, uh, putting sales into the bucket oh, yes. of bad. Yes, you know, you're right. Yeah. You're right, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. always say don't do that. Yeah, 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 but it's a really easy thing because this is how we are mm. growing up, you know, like, yeah. don't sell me like a car salesman, you know, like, mm. our perception of sales, it's not sale, but it's, it's service, actually. Yep. Yeah, And it's anyway. just a certain type of sales. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain type. Anything. Selling people things that they need. Yeah, exactly. And want. Cool. Uh, so that's it. And, um, well, yeah, so you've kicked off your, your, your intensive, your more intensive um, mentorship program. Yeah, your mentorship. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah, so um, a lot of, as you know, back-end stuff to get sorted with the, with the um, course content, but I'm really stoked, actually. So we... So the actual kickoff date is Monday, 17th of April. So it's this week coming. So when the podcast hears that on that week. But I've wanted to onboard people and give them content six days before that because how I've set it up is that I record a PowerPoint presentation. I have an accompanying sort of resource that goes with it that is either to do with it or is just something else that we'll be discussing. And, um, and then come the Zoom call, it's a time for us to sort of chat as a group. So either I'm, I'm doing a little bit of teaching, but not really. It's really us talking about how to individualise some of the information and just actually just discuss the concepts in that. So the first week is Metabolism 101, and I go through a, a model of metabolism, which is about stress and about, you know, all the things metabolism really that people don't necessarily think about. They think fast metabolism, slow metabolism. They don't think yeah, beyond yeah. that. So that's sort of how we've started. Also got a Facebook group set up as well. So um, have 16 people and I'm just so stoked about that. And I've had like people already say, I really, you know, that content really sort of made me think about things and I'm really stoked and things given me examples of how they've already sort of used it in their, in their life. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a week ahead of myself as well. So, so what I've had to do from here for the next 12 weeks, I have to carve out time to write the resource, then develop the PowerPoint from the resource, then record it and put it up. But I've got week two already completed and I'll have week three completed by the end of this weekend. So I'm basically a week ahead mm, of myself. Yeah, that's good. And because I've changed the structure of my calls now, I can devote quite a bit of time to doing that. But that will change because, of course, uh, I've got to think about my lead magnet and my um, plan going into May, which is yeah. coming up quite quickly. But I love it, Cam. Yeah. Like I'm, all of the work I'm doing is all work which I really love, and the stuff I'm doing for developing the course is stuff that can. It's it's there's no timestamp on it, so it will be there and available. And of course, I can update accordingly um, if necessary. Um, but I'm just, it's such good use of my time. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty pleased with, with how that is. And that, again, is me getting into a rhythm with that. Yeah. 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 
good. And it's, it's, slightly, it's different than your, than your normal programs, you know, because it's, yeah. it's like a smaller tribe. Yeah, a smaller tribe. Like tri and it's education. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's much, yeah, yeah. It's much more well, intensive. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Yeah, so one more thing, actually, I had in my notes here. Cool. I had this uh, a difficult customer engagement shall we call it, Yeah. at the beginning of the week. It would stress me out, but I was quite proud of myself for not letting it sort of ruin my whole few days or whatever. So, you know, long story short, uh, not a customer of mine, which always makes it difficult because it's a customer of a customer's. So an athlete of yeah. one of my coaches, dealing direct with me, you know, being quite critical of the system, which is fine because... In the end, he, it was a mismatch of how he expected it to work to how it actually works. Yeah. So, and somewhere in between would be the ideal because it's not perfect. But um, the difficulty was when I was trying to explain to them how it actually worked and that uh, he was not. I either wasn't explaining it well enough, although I did see it diagrams and detailed instructions. You're quite good at that, if yeah, I'm I am, honest. Yeah. I am good at that, because I know that it's, hard, it's difficult to understand things, and it's easy for me to understand it because I know it so well. So I do put a lot of effort into trying to. So by the time I'd sent him the same thing in a few different versions, and him claiming that he'd already read it and understood it and done, and done a few things I asked him to do to help me troubleshoot, um, but it was clear that he hadn't. hadn't done those things and hadn't understood what I was doing. I just, in the end, could not. There's no, there's, like, there's nothing more for me to do, like other than repeat the same thing. Yeah. So I just said, so I just said, I'm just going to close, close this down. And, um, Did your your client lose his client? No. So I reached out to my client and apologised. For yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, trying not to blame anyone. Yeah. Other than that, there was, in the end, it was just definitely a breakdown of communication. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, I didn't hear back from him. I didn't hear and, back from him. Yeah. Uh, but um, I did, and then he contacted me again. Who, who you're the person who the, had the difficulty? Yeah, the end user. Yeah. Um, and his coach had created a brand new account to get going again. And um, maybe it was all working now. Or maybe he understood a little better, or maybe he can't be bothered dealing with me uh, either, because he probably, I think he just, he just thought I was trying to make him jump through hoops yeah. when, and avoid the, um, you know. Cause I, and then I'm like, man, I do that, as, I do that with, when I try and get supported by people as well, like I get pissed off. Yeah, yeah. People are trying to jump through hoops, and I think I know. I oh, know. Why yeah, would yeah. I need to do that? Like, yeah. uh, blah blah blah. You know. And so, so I sort of could empathise with his situation. I thought, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit of a jerk as well. Like when I'm trying to get support under pressure. Uh, or, but anyway, it's one of those things that only happens every now and then because most of the time, people are people are good. Yeah, and uh, I guess this is just a really good example of the customer is not always right. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. No. And um, I mean, you can, you can sort of still try and have that 
sort of thing. Yeah, you can sort of have that attitude half, halfway. Yeah. But you can't just do every every single thing to try and because I could have just gone and changed the way the system works. So yeah, so accommodate one person. So match what how he thought it yeah. uh, should work, but you, know, you can't do that because you're not going to get anywhere. No. You know, yeah. You know, you got to as much as it would be nice to be able to cater for every single person's needs. Yeah. You can't run a business like that. No, you can't. And you are very good at because we have multiple conversations with my clients mm. who had difficulty with the system. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very good at explaining everything in a way that makes them understand so yeah good. yeah it's good it's a skill i've developed over time by having to support yep thousands of people by now basically yeah so yeah so it's good sweet cam all right let's uh, wind it up wait for barry to come yep barry is he text about 10 minutes ago oh, saying awesome. just leaving perfect all right yeah okay all catch right. you next week see you soon Bye.